everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. On the Underground Board Game Review, Ludi Creations. This is a We're Not Wizards Six Degrees of Expectation. Now, is there nothing better than traversing to different houses over the holiday period? Hmm. Visiting friends and family via cars and public transport. So with that in mind, we took a look at On the Underground from Ludi Creations. You're charged with creating various routes on either the London or Berlin underground networks in a hope to entice a lone passenger to use your network and therefore gain you points and earn you the crown of the best underground track planner type person type thing. Ah, I don't know. At a basic level on the underground is all about laying track between different stations creating networks to gain you points and also make sure you're covering as much of the board as possible in order to make sure that when the passenger decides to travel to their next station that they use your line over the other players. For main gameplay, Game doesn't really run in rounds, with both of the main actions taking place after each player's turn. On your turn you'll take four actions of either laying track in one of the colours you've been allocated or taking a token that once you own two of you can trade to allow you to branch off from the line you've been created. If you've not laid that colour of track before then you can place it anywhere. <clears throat> However, if this is a follow-up piece of track, it can only be laid on either end of the established track. Connect to a terminal or station and you'll get additional points for that. And in fairness, this is the way, main way that you'll be scoring. You can risk making bigger loops that are bigger scoring opportunities, but they bring the risk of losing up, using up all your track for that colour. You can use the previously mentioned branch-offs to take the track in a different direction, but you need to keep an eye on the number of pieces you have of each colour as they are restricted. You're likely to end up with pockets of your networks dotted all over the map, so it's important to spread yourself out so you cover the passenger travel part. Once you've used your four actions, the lone passenger will then travel to the nearest express or standard station, depending on the station cards that have been drawn, and if they use your line, you'll gain a point for that. Sometimes you need to spend some time calculating which route the passenger is likely to take based on the number of blank spaces and proximity to different stations. And, well, this can slow the game down a bit as you get into the closing stages of the game. <clears throat> In order to win, play continues until all of the station cards have been drawn and all the players have taken the same number of turns, and the winner is the person who's gained the most number of points at the end. The constant presence of the score tracker around the table allows you to keep an eye on who you need to be chasing and the games run on a bell curve of scoring where the majority of most likely to happen in the middle of the game as the main routes are created between the players. There's less likely to be a huge changing in the scores as the game draws to a close as the players don't have the track to lay. In terms of looks, well, On the Underground visits your home with muted pastel shades and multicolour tracks and acts like a mixture of canvas and oil paint. 
the end of the game, you'll be sitting with an angular masterpiece on your table, screaming out all the colours of the rainbow. The station cards are a more simpler affair, but serve the purpose of making it easy to locate the new destination stations in conjunction with the handy grid references that adorn the sides of the board. Considering the size of the board, it's slightly frustrating that the station cards need to be sitting off the board. I'm a believer that if your board's going to demand a huge chunk of space on my table, that you at least try to make sure that you're utilising the real estate on the board of as effectively as possible. With wooden track pieces and the landmark destination markers and traveller, you end up with a kind of a wonderful three-dimensional board. In terms of learning... <coughs> There's not a lot to learn here, but for what it is, Ludi Creations have made sure that they not only give e easy to understand the explanation of the main actions, but examples of where the cases will turn up in the game to help you understand and get playing as quickly as possible. I'm never going to like a rulebook that takes up the same size as the box, though, and there's nothing more annoying than having to balance a rulebook on your lap that could have served the same purpose at easily half the size. That being said... The rulebook and number of mechanics does make it a game that can set up and learn on the game with new players. It's fairly easy to give examples as you teach and get your players up to speed pretty quickly. Timing-wise, games are going to take 45 minutes upwards easily, but only because as you approach the end-game situation, it can sometimes take longer for you to work out which route the passenger is going to take. You've also got to play through the, ra the rather large number of station cards before you reach the end of the game. And I see it being frustrating, as the point markers aren't going to be moving much as the game reaches its final 10 to 15 minutes. It's not going to take hours to play through a game of On the Underground, but you might walk away feeling that you didn't need all that time you assigned it to have a good time. Finally, I mean, <clears throat> this isn't Ticket to Ride. And it's really important to grasp that while the main mechanics seem to be the same, the scoring and passenger movement are completely different from the elephant in the room. On the Underground has gone for the same simplicity in terms of being able to grasp the core ideas of how to play. You'll be laying track and scoring points and moving the picky passenger confidently within the first few rounds. The Berlin version of the game provides more of a challenge in terms of route planning over London version, but without the overcomplicating matters for players. My main confusion, frustration with On the Underground comes with the passenger scoring. You can quite literally build a huge network that covers 15 different stations and transports the passenger from one side of the city to the other, but only score two points because they're only using two of your lines to get to the destination. So while the passenger movement is kind of important, it highlights that most of the main points battle of the game is going to occur when the track is being laid within the first 75% of the game. And after that, it's potentially slower climbs for less points and coupled in with having the end game condition being based on the station deck running out there is that unfortunate chance you might reach the end of the game wishing it had finished 10 minutes ago there's little downtime here though and you won't spend lots of your time waiting for a turn though again towards the end of the game you might need to play where you can as opposed to where you plan to but with the number of stations on offer that's never a huge issue there's a lot to like here and it hits the right destination for those looking for something that's going to be an easy to teach and quick to pick up on the underground is ticket to fun with a few station changes. Any tips? <clears throat> well, you should consider building your starter tracks near the terminus as you get bonus points and it allows you to build into the centre of the city. 
So this review is based on the retail version of the game provided us by the designer and publisher. We're not paid for this review. We give a general overview of the gameplay and so not all of the mechanical aspects may be mentioned. The majority of games that we play are going to take a reasonable number of sessions and playthroughs to fully understand every possibility that they offer. We hope this write-up gives you an idea of whether or not this game is something you'll consider playing or even add to your collection. Our six degrees of expectation have been written to make it easier for you to find out what's important as you, to you as a player. Even if we don't like something, hopefully it helps you decide if it's something you should find out more about. We always suggest you check out a gameplay video to give you a better of an understanding of the game as it's played. Now, so thank, that's our review. Thank you for listening. And uh, if you want to see the written version, please go to our uh, website, which is we'renotwizards.co.uk. Until the next time, stay safe, roll sixes, and make something awful. Goodbye. Wizard is never late. Is he early? He arrives precisely when he means to.